Well, as you know, for several weeks now, we have been reporting on farm bill issues, the fight in Washington, D.C., and it's heating up. And it's become very clear that priorities for the Democrat administration, anyway, have been nutrition, climate, and equity. On the other side, for House Republicans that control the House Ag Committee, priorities are trimming spending, increasing farm support programs, particularly for disaster relief, and, of course, pushing back on Democrats' huge increases in food stamp spending and their efforts to make farm support contingent on climate guidelines, which has been a big issue for farmers and ranchers. So mandatory instead of voluntary has uh, really been the watchword there. Brantley Seifers, National Affairs Coordinator with the Indiana Farm Bureau, has been involved in uh, several farm listening sessions around the state. So figured he would be good to talk to about this. Brantley, let's start with an overview of what you've been hearing from farmers and ranchers across the Hoosier State. Yeah, thanks, Rob. I've been doing these listening sessions for uh, a couple weeks now. We were out in D.C. just before that talking to our legislators with our members, and they pretty consistently hit on our main priorities. Um, That's going to be crop insurance, uh, making sure it's protected, well-funded, really do no harm farm bills as far as crop insurance is concerned. We just want to maintain that safety net for our members, our farmers. Um, Two, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, These conservation programs need to be voluntary and incentive-based. And we have heard over the last several months, one side of the aisle, making the suggestion that they do be tied to crop insurance in some way. That's not going to work for our members. We need to make sure that we have conservation programs that we can utilize, but they need to fit the farm. Um, several of our members do utilize these programs without tying it to crop insurance. Yeah, and we need yeah. to keep that standard. What does the Indiana Farm Bureau do with the information that you guys glean from these listening sessions around the state? Yeah, one, I think it's really important on one side to make sure that we're giving that feedback back to our members. Um, so when we have conversations with our legislators, we get a little insight on what they're thinking. Um, not every district's the same. Not every legislator is going to have the same priorities. So being able to tell our members kind of what their legislator is going to be um, focused on this farm bill is really great. Um, on the other hand, it allows us to tell our legislators what our members uh, care most about, right? Yeah. And giving them an opportunity to speak directly to the, their congressperson on these issues um, because the northern part of Indiana is going to have a couple different priorities than the southern part of Indiana. Yeah. Um, it's really great to have that that diversity and able to have those conversations. And, you know, one of the other things, too, is is that when you talk to livestock producers, they've got labor issues. To your point, it's not just geographic, but it uh, it boils down to you know what you're farming. You know, a, a hog operation and a row crop guy are different in a lot of ways, but some of the same situations as well. But listen, as we've listened to Farm Bill hearings with Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack in the hot seat in D.C., the spending and borrowing fight in Congress basically boils down to the GOP push to stop Democrats printing money and spending like drunken sailors on shore leave and, and getting the funding that farmers and ranchers need to keep producing the food, fuel, and fiber that our country needs. Yeah, we've uh, heard that from the beginning. I, I think that when the Republicans took over the House, we heard loud and clear that they're done spending trillion dollars on bills. Um, I, I think that's kind of one of their big priorities. And uh, we're looking at a $1.5 trillion farm bill. Yeah. This is the first trillion dollar farm bill. Yeah. Um, SNAP benefits are $1.2 trillion of that $1.5. So we know that they're going after SNAP benefits. They're taking a hard look. There's going to be some hard discussions around SNAP. At the end of the day, Indiana Farm Bureau supports SNAP being a part of the farm bill. Uh, this is a food bill. Um, it impacts more than just farmers. You know, SNAP benefits go out to 
on nearly 310,000 families in Indiana. But we know there's going to be hard conversations about it. They're going to have conversations around work requirements, around the cost. Um, we're going to stay focused on farm issues, but we understand that this is this is a large bill, this, this Congress. <laughs> I always have to laugh a little bit because it's like, if you want the food to be able to fulfill those SNAP programs, you're going to have to give us a little bit of an opportunity to be able to produce it for you. Absolutely. Michigan Representative John Molinar recently made a suggestion that I thought was interesting. He was looking at unspent American Rescue Plan dollars, which apparently he estimates are somewhere between 70 and $90 billion of unobligated spending. Have you heard anything about the conversation? You know, because this boils down to this argument, it is the first over trillion dollar farm bill. Mm -hmm. So the question is, where are we going to find the money to spend on that? Absolutely. Um, I know that that is something they're kicking around. I know that there are um, certain funds um, with the IRA that went to conservation that could be brought into the farm bill this year. So they're they're trying to get to a number um, that's going to be able to pay for that $1.5 trillion. That's absolutely right. Um, I think at the end of the day, we have to be very focused on what our priorities are yeah. uh, because they might all, not all make it. And that's just the reality of having something this large and a Congress that wants to pare down their bills is that we need to prioritize what the farmers need to operate, the programs they rely on day in and day out, make sure those are well-funded, and then have conversations about the other pieces. Brantley Seifers, National Affairs Coordinator with the Indiana Farm Bureau. We look forward to continue to be connected with you and keep us informed as to what's going on with this as we go forward. This fight looks like it's going to get more difficult before it gets easier as we uh, close in on a deadline that's coming up sometime in September. So, Brantley Seifers, thanks so much for your time. Sure appreciate it. Thank you. Happy to do it. Podcasts by Federated Media.